Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the You Are Pod. Usage rate. I'm Husey, coach of the Cashews. And I'm Baz, coach of the Clint Stein Daddies. Derry's not here this week. He's uh, he's at a cricket meeting because he's big and important. But uh, tell you what, we've seen a bit of each other this weekend. Oh, it was great. I had a great time. Um, and usually I have the AirPods in and <laughs> you talk, talk through those, but I'm one short at the moment. So. Lost uh, the AirPod in Melbourne. <laughs> Lost the AirPod. But I'll tell you what, when's the rankings? We do them first, don't we? Well, we'll give a quick shout out to Jibber. Jibber and his hot yeah. sauce. We'll, we'll link you up in the description. If not, check out his Instagram. Uh, UR15 is the code uh, for a 15% discount. And got, get yourself some nice little Christmas goodies if you're struggling for those people that are always hard to buy for. So... Jump on and get yourself some of that. We'll, uh, we'll go straight into scores and rankings for this week. I know you're pretty excited to to give us oh, this. So what have you done, mate? Oh, mate, I'm itching. I'm itching. Oh, I was that excited on uh, um, Sunday afternoon when you and I were watching the game. If JLA could have got a putback, I reckon I would have nearly nearly taken the money. But I finished on 486 um, this week um, as my total score. And a round ranking of 426, and I'm back in the top thousand. Um, no more, no more four digits for me. 952 I am, so I jumped up 300 places. So Perfect. it was good day, good round, good week. Um, yeah, happy. Day. Definitely. Did you say the top score was actually 550? Yeah, okay, I wasn't close then. No, uh, Dairy was next best for us at 438, and his ranking dropped a little bit, but he's still in the top 200, so he's at 180, which is very nice. And uh, I had a 422, still trying to recover from the Will McDowell-White injury because he obviously didn't have a lot of cash on his head when that happened, and I was planning on keeping him for a little while. Um, So I'm sitting at 1515, which is gross, but we'll just keep chipping away. So what was it again? 1,515. Oh, jeepers. Yeah, so I'm a long way back. But anyway, uh, we'll, we're both pretty keen to get this episode done somewhat quickly tonight. So we'll just change the format up a little bit. We both did the uh, Beyond Blue half marathon yesterday in Melbourne and uh, went to a couple of NBL games and we're both, both pretty sore, aren't we? So we'll, uh, we'll go, into, go into the Bricky Boys. Who was your stinker for the week? Um, well, I tossed and turned. Um, I wish Dara was here because uh, <laughs> I actually was going to give you my brick boy. Um, I don't give know me a brick boy. <laughs> I give you my brick boy. Um, <laughs> the ranking of 1,515 and also uh, <laughs> bottom of the Podmasters Cup. Um, yeah. I was gonna... Then I thought that's a bit harsh because, geez, I ask you for advice all the time. So I was like, well, we can't do that and then ask for advice uh, after the show. So, um, <laughs> I'm too busy working on everyone else's team and then I try and hit a pod and I've, yeah. all of them have got injured. It's tough one. I messaged you guys earlier. Um, I didn't really have a brick boy. Um, because That's so arrogant. No, nah, well, the more I looked at it, I was like, could Trent Flowers be my brick boy? Um, I paid 110000 for him and he scored 14. So yeah. he did his role. Clintman as well. You kind of maintain his price. You didn't really go 
backwards that much. He didn't really go forward. He just held a spot for me. So um, could have been Marcus Lee, but then he pumped down a 22. So could have been Josh Bannon for not playing the extra game, but every other person was in that same boat. He wasn't on my field. He was on my bench, so it didn't really kill me. So, um, yeah, so I don't – that's why I like it. Might, might sound arrogant, but, yeah, I didn't really have a brick boy. Everyone uh, played their role for my team. And, obviously, we spoke about last week that JLA led the boys, and, obviously, yeah. it's kept them up and out for the last few weeks. So, hmm. um, brick boys yourself. Um, but if I can't have that, I can have uh, Bobby Clinton. Clinton it is, mate. I had Wardenberg Um, he was real good in the first half in the first game and then did nothing for the second half and then in the second game he literally would go on the court for four seconds and foul something and then do it again and then do it again and he just had a night he got a little two minute patch together where he was able to score a few points but he got to 30 for the week Um, and dropped a bit of coin so he dropped 23,000. So I wasn't real happy with that. Um, I'd love to try and get rid of him, but I feel like if I can keep him on the bench, I might as well just ride the bumps now. I'm not going to get anyone decent for him. Yeah, he's he's an awkward price now. Um, mm. Like what I said on the weekend, um, you've got top price guys, 350-plus, and then you've really got nothing until... Yeah, it's tough to find someone for 270 or 240, 230. Um, it's kind of, so most of those players have been pretty hit and miss. Yeah, well, I bought, him, I bought him in when he was 238 and he got up to 273. Whoa, should trade him. And now he's all the way down to 216. Oof. Well, yeah, you, I got... you didn't say that coming. Not that bad. No, anyway. um, my trade from him out into TJ McCall mm. was an absolute winner. A masterstroke. Uh, yeah. Well, is McCall your hero? Um, yeah, McCall's my hero. All muscles. Muscles Miller. Hero. <laughs> yeah. um, McCall Darius, scored 89 for the week. Yeah, but he did it with a smile on his face. Um, the only thing that concerns oh. me about McCall is, and obviously we won't hear any information about it because they are, uh, don't tell us anything. I'd love to hear about that elbow and that hard fall he took. Um, obviously, he played out the game and there was no issues, but, geez, that was a big fall. But We'll, um, we'll find out Wednesday night. Will we? Yeah. Yeah, sure? Can, Cans are good on their injury report. They're always, they're always putting it on their Instagram story, but every team has to have it out 24 hours before. Perfect. And, um, yeah, obviously, I could have chose muscles. Geez, he was good in the second game. Um, oh, the, saved himself. Yeah, I've, I'm thinking about giving him the captaincy um, next week. Yeah. Um, it's really out of him and McCall for me. So, um, I've obviously, they're my two best Cairns players and two guys with a double because I won't go to Jalen Adams. Um, yeah. So, I toss up between those two. And I think I'm going muscles because I think he gets a few more assists, whereas McCall, I think, relies on steals to get his score up. Yep. Like it. Um, I have McCall as well. Um, I traded him in this week and he's obviously the top scorer of the round so I couldn't ask any more from that from um, McDowell White who I got rid of so that was quite nice um, Derry had Fees Brick Boy he had the Melbourne United 
court announcer who seemed to have no idea what was going on regularly. I don't know if he was just doing it to take the piss or he actually had no idea. Um, I was taking the piss on the weekend with my Supercoach score. I don't think that um, How dry was he, though? Um, I think it might be a challenge. Yep. Yeah, no, it's a challenge, guys. Yep. Yeah. A challenge. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny, but yeah, yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't great. And then Derry had uh, Miller as his hustle hero. Um, I think he traded him, him in last week, so he'd be pretty happy with that second game, which we went to, so. Um, have you had a look at your trades for the week? I have, and I posted in the group. I think this is a stroke of genius. Um, and I know that doesn't get thrown around this pod very much, but <laughs> not by you and I. No, not by me, not by you and I, but definitely by Derry. He's had a few yes. master strokes. I think, yep. I think I've got a bit of a master stroke here. So, my, my trades are, um, Bobby Clinton down. Um, he's going, out. he's going to give me probably similar. I want to keep another Cairns player at least on my bench. I've got Taron, and um, I'd like to keep another one, so I'm going down to Roberts. Yeah, um, we really liked his game, thought he matched up really well with um, with JLA, and I think he showed that he could probably take a few more minutes at that center spot. Yeah, um, 51, he's going to have a bumper break, even he'll go up in money, he'll do whatever if he gets. 20, it's still going to be the same as what Clinton probably is going to get anyway. So yeah, um, I'll see that as just a cash grab. And then I'm going from Marcus Lee mm-hmm. up to Jonah Bolden. And my reasoning for this is I looked at the schedule and between my centres now for the next uh, few weeks, I think it gets me through to about round, I'd have to look at the schedule. I think it's like round 16 or so. When Sydney have a double... Um, Melbourne, because my other centre is JLA. JLA has a single. When JLA has a double, Jonah Bolden has a single. So I'm just freely going to rotate those two, provided none, none of them get injured or have a dug game. Um, I should be able to do that with those two for, for a fair few weeks so they can lock down that spot. Obviously, keeps me with Josh Bannon, keeps me with a few singles on the on the court, but only two teams have the double this week. So unless I'm... Unless people are chasing Jalen Adams real hard, I don't think it's going to hurt me too much. Yeah, don't mind it. Um, so I've got the I've got the next five weeks written down. So Melbourne have got one, two, one, one, two, and Sydney have got two, one, two, one, two. So there's only that second last week where they've both got a single, and I think well, that's the week that only Cairns and Adelaide do. So yeah. I mean, unless, you, unless you're going to roll out a centre from one of those two teams, it really doesn't impact you too much, does it? Yeah, so I thought that was a pretty smart play. I know you mentioned on the weekend there was a bloke that he said that he had three guards and mm. all of them played doubles and singles at different times. So Yeah, someone from Cairns, someone from Sydney, someone from Tassie. Yeah, so I've tried to do that at least with two players in the centre. So... Um, JLA and Jonah Bolden. I'm trying to go. I'm trying not to go Williams. Um, I know you mentioned that this is the week to this is the week to get him. If you don't get him this week, he's just going to go up four fifty, four sixty, and be too expensive. But yeah. I just want to have a point of difference, and my point of yep. difference is going to be JLA. yep, fair. Uh, don't mind it. I think he has probably taken over that number one centre role at at Sydney for me. 
having watched him a little bit more over the last couple of weeks, he really seems to have his legs under him and be ready to go. I'm looking at using my last boost. Your last boost? Yeah. You told me you were saving it. Yeah, I know. This is what I'm looking at doing, though. Bannon, Clintman, and Lamb. Oh, Royce Lamb, mate. Whew. Yep. In, Roberts, Hogue, and Williams. I'm doing that for a couple of reasons. I obviously said to you already that Williams, I think it's a week. If you don't have him, you have to get him. Um, he's break-even 16. So you'd think he's going to go up a fair bit. He's projected to go up 23,000 if he scores 40. Now, he's only in 7% of teams. So I'm saying that as a bit of a pod, personally. Um, and the other one is Hogue. Um, I, I played around with the go PJC to Adams. But I looked at looked at the tiers of toughness and it looks like Hogue will be a better trade-in by the numbers than Adams. And he's also only 2% of teams. So that was my reasoning for doing that. Which means yeah. I have to stick with Wardenberg for another week. Even with a boost, you still kept the burger. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. mate, I reckon. Um, um, and I really wanted to get off one of those New Zealand guys because over the next five weeks, I only play six games. Yeah, um, yeah, it is tough. I think. Um, I think my reasoning for keeping those guys for at least one more week, um, they may be trade outs next week, or at least mm-hmm. one of them, but. Um, PJC's got a break-even of 18, so he's going to go yeah. up in cash. Yeah. And Lamb's got a break-even of 27, so he's probably going to yeah. go up as well, at least hold yeah. his price. I think gives me another week to suss out, and this week, obviously, if you've got Sydney players, um, that's Sydney and Cairns are your two keys, mm-hmm. if um, so you're not missing out there. But PJC, I think, um, he's one of those players where you talk about like job security, obviously, he's a starter. But he's going to play bulk minutes because there's no one there no. that he's going to be able to um, back up him. <laughs> they don't really yeah. have a point side of him um, yeah. at all, really. Like Ozale Arthur, but he's only going to pinch that for whatever PJ sees. Yeah. Get your blood, go back on. So yeah. bulk minutes. And we've seen what Bryce Collin can do with bulk minutes. So yeah, hopefully. PJ and that was one other thing that crossed my mind was Chatham's expected back in the next two to three weeks as well. I know that's a long way away, but him and Lamb, I think, could have a bit more trouble figuring it out. And PJC will just continue to do his thing. So I thought I need to get rid of one of them at some point. And Lamb, for me, seemed to allow me to do a little bit more. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'll probably start forward playing a little bit and probably look Mm. to... To ship out Lamy next week, um, depending on how he goes. Um, I like the DJ Hogue option, but obviously that's probably a really good option for for this week. Um, mm. And if I had the trades, I probably would do it. Um, so they play the second most amount of games over the next five weeks after Cairns. Cairns play nine, Sydney play eight. Yeah, okay. 
So I've bought in at least one Sydney player. Maybe that can be our advice for all the listeners out there. Look to look to get in at least um yeah. At least one Sydney player this week then. Um and obviously I've gone Bolden, you've gone Hogue, and we've both made a case for Jalen Adams as well. Yep. Yep. Um now rather than going game by game, I've just written down a bit of a buy sell watch. For each team, so I'll give them to you and you can just let me know if you've got anything to add for each. So Adelaide only play six games over the next five weeks. They go single, 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 double, single. If you're looking to get anyone from Adelaide as a downgrade target, Alex Starling, he's really inserted himself in the rotation over the last couple of weeks. Get rid of everyone else. Um, And the only other person I think you can probably have a look at is Wiley for that double that they've got. Um, in around 14 or whatever it is. Anyway, anyone else from there for you? Um, I'm on a so it was buy, sell, watch. Is that right? Yeah. Um, or, or hold slash watch. Okay. Well, I'm holding Trenton Flowers. He's obviously in my team. Yeah. Um, I don't have high hopes. He's just going to keep going up and down between 130k and 10k. So as long as uh. If you're happy just to sit him, um, I'll obviously be looking to trade him at some stage, but just not this week. Yeah. Um, I would probably um, be watching Trey Kill. Um, okay. You know how I like a bottom out player? Baz's He's bottom outs. Baz's bottom outs. Oh, we've got a new segment. Um, now, nah, watch <laughs> it. Uh, he scored 11 this week, so... Um, he's got a break even as well of 55 Ooh. for one game. He's going to keep going down. Watch those guys bottom out around 200k. Um, and he might be an option whenever they play their double. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, sell, 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 sell. Yeah, uh, Brisbane go single, single, double, single, single. So six games over the next five weeks. Probably don't want to buy anyone from there. I'd be getting rid of, um, well, I am getting rid of Bannon. If you've still got McDaniel, which a fair few do, um, you could potentially look to drop him down to someone. Um, and Sobey as well. I think your time's probably done done there. Um, and have a have a watch on Shannon Scott because he's got that really high break even as well. So he'll drop a little bit in the coming weeks. Yeah, it's interesting earlier. I thought um, Sammy McDaniel looked like that massive cash cow. I remember like early mm-hmm. on and people like, oh, jump on, jump on, jump on. But yeah, he's really done nothing. He's back down. He's only 30K over what he first started. So he's dropped massively. He probably went up 30K in the first week. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're not really offering too much. I'm glad I traded out Mitch Norton last week. Um, yeah. He didn't too much. But I do reckon, yeah, you've got to watch those guys like Lewis Shannon Scott. He's five round average is uh, 38. His three mm. round average is 33 and he pumped down to 20. So um, obviously come back first game off injury. But yeah, just watch watch him go down. Break even at 52 this week. Yeah, probably will go down again, won't he? Yep. Yep, so on to Cairns. Uh, they got nine games over the next five weeks. Um, double, 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 and then their schedule starts to turn. So um, they've only got one more double for the rest of the season after that. So I'd buy Roberts. Um, Sell, Berger, Clintman, Quail. Um, oh, buy as well, McCall and Miller. If you don't have them, 
And then probably you could probably watch Antonio for this week. And if you really are scratching for money, he might be someone that you could potentially drop down to. If you've got three really strong guards, you could potentially drop your other one down to him. Um, I think as the season goes on, if you can get that three-way rotation right, especially in the guard spot where it's really strong, um, your other spot's kind of irrelevant. Yeah, I think you've nailed that. Um, I didn't realise Joan Antonio was so cheap, but he mm. looked um, it looked really good in that starting lineup. I think he gave him a lot yeah. more balance. I think you have Taron, you have McCall, and you have Miller. They were on the court at the same time for passages, but mm. I don't think they start all three. They're all three really good ball handlers. Yeah, I'm going to give a watch on Taron. Um, <clears throat> I think that he will. I don't. I feel like his cash. If you've got Taron for cash. I feel like he'll max out at around 190, 200. Um, I was thinking yeah, I'll get rid of him next week. Yeah, that's. I was going to give him one more. Um, mm. I was going to give him one more week, and that's where I might totally bottom out. So I might go um, him all the way down to a 50K player and just have three absolute studs Yeah. Um, in that rotation. Um, that's probably what I'm looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Illawarra, they've got they go single, single, double, single, single, so six over the next five weeks, and that's when their schedule starts to turn. After that, um, Lockie Albrick popped his head up again, but I don't think he's a buy candidate. Um, I think you can probably afford to watch Johnson for a while unless you do want to go that complete bottom out. I'm gonna really watch their games closely over the next few weeks, so and see which is going to be a better pickup out of Frolling and Clark at that back end of the season. Well, um, Frolling's had two um, average-ish games in a row. Mm. Uh, so he's, uh, his break-even's 44. So um, watch watch him go down um, massively. So uh, he's usually a pretty good double-double scorer as well. So he's priced at 360. He's a forward centre. So um, if you had... Um, like a Jonah Bolden at forward centre and him, that could be a nice, <clears> easy rotation. One in the forwards, one in the centres, that might help yeah. you. Yeah. Um, there's no one really. I don't think I've watched, I think I've watched one Hawks game. That was when they played the Jackies in Launceston and Hobart. So, yeah. Hobart, yeah. The only, that's the only game I watched and they got destroyed. Um, mm. I watched the boy Justin Robinson, but then you <laughs> cursed him. So, I did curse him. I don't know. Will he will he turn the tide? He pumped down twenty one. Not really much. Yeah, they don't score very well, do they? No, they don't. Uh, we can we probably don't need to watch them for the next couple of weeks. But then after that, the week they've got their double, we probably have a bit better look at them, see what their rotation is going to be like when they've got two games. Because I know teams do change those a little bit. I haven't yeah. had a Hawks player on the roster all year. Ah, uh, I bet you they wish they didn't either. Touch up. <laughs> Let's go to Melbourne. They've got seven games over the next five. Single, double, single, single, double. I thought Travis was one that you could probably have a bit of a look at. Um, I think he's definitely bottomed out. Um, they've obviously got the double next week. So if you're someone that's really out of shape and you, <clears throat> you probably just call this week a write-off and look to next week, he could be someone. And... I think you can continue to watch watch the Huck. He obviously started yeah, he, the season incredibly well. JLA's come back, which impacts him a lot. But I still think 
once he gets his legs back from his injury, which we saw, I think we saw a little bit of on the weekend. Um, I think he could be around about that 15-point scorer um, on the bench again. Yeah. Um, Travis has a break even at minus nine. So oh, really? He's going up. Yeah. Go. He, he's going up. Because remember, he pumped out like that 55 or whatever he went That's to right. Do. Yeah. Um, That's right. So... He had the minus two and then he hit his break even when he was 53. So, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, if you're going to get him, get him this week, I guess. Mm. Um, maybe a, if you can't afford Hogue, maybe you go Travers. I don't know. The yeah. schedule's not as. Yeah, because um, Sydney drop off a lot after their, their main probably three. Yeah. I liked, um, I like Flynn Cameron. I like watching him, but his game, I don't think, translates to. Uh, his impact on the court is miles better than his impact in fantasy. So, yeah, um, and Ian, Ian Clark's a bit of a watch as well. Yeah, well, we didn't have realize when he's back. <laughs> nah, nah. nah. Uh, New Zealand, we've already spoken a little bit about them. Uh, probably Liath is the only one that you could look to bring in if you don't have him. I was close last week, but didn't pull the trigger. I went Magna and McCall instead, which I was, I was happy with. Um, so, Mango, I think that experiment's been a complete fail for people. Um, Mango tank. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty big on getting rid of one of PJC or Lamb. Yeah, it's so a tough one. Um, you can do it, I think. You can't get attached to players. Um, nah. Even as good as, good as they have been, mm. it's um, two games out of Hogue is going to be better than one game out of Lamb. Um, I think that's going to be really important to remember. Especially um, in the wake where New Zealand have their double. Brisbane have a double. Cairns have a double. Illawarra have a double. Obviously, New Zealand do. Perth have a double. Sam have a double. Sydney have a double. Tassie have a double. The only teams that don't are Melbourne and Adelaide. Yeah. And no one's got Adelaide players because we told them to sell, sell, sell. Yeah. So there you go. So that week that New Zealand have doubles, I don't really see that as a, a big advantage of keeping those guys. Nah. Oh, I don't want to trade them, though. Yeah. <laughs> you just said, don't get a test. Lamb has uh, been so good for me. Yeah, he has. He's been unbelievable. Uh, and then for watch, uh, keeping an eye on that injury injury watch for Chatham. He's got quite a low break even, actually. So when he comes back, you probably look at him for a week and see how him and uh, Lamb go together um, down there. You know, Rub Stavages. Rub your tummy. tummy. <laughs> he looked all right on the you, weekend, I thought. Yeah, you and I mentioned this, though, that um, with the next stars, it, it feels, it very much feels like, and you could even make the same case for, you pretty much list all the all the next stars at the moment, and their minutes um, are kind of on the way down, or they're not really, they've kind of showcased them early and now put them away mm. a bit, I think. Yeah. Um, Alex Tui, awesome at the start of the season. You'd say slowed down. Obviously, they've got players back. Um, Saar had a good game on this weekend, but he plateaued there for a little bit and he was a he was a brick boy for a few weeks for us. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a, a tricky one. It does definitely feel like that, um, like AJ Johnson can't even kind of get a game at the moment, but Portie's dropped a little bit as well. So, yeah, these next stars are an interesting one. And yeah, do you bring them in or are they just kind of going to play here and there five, 10 minutes a game and that's their showcase? Mm. I don't know. They're just rookies, really, aren't they? Yeah, carrying the bag. Yeah. Uh, 
Perth exactly the same schedule as New Zealand. Um, I don't think I um, the only one you could probably buy I had was Doolittle. Still, I think he he can be a decent buy, uh, but their schedule's no good, so you wouldn't bother. Um, you could probably keep one if you've got Cotton and Pinder still. Maybe. If you're calling this week a write-off, you could probably keep one of them on your bench. Um, that was all. I didn't really have a lot for Perth because their schedule's not great. Yeah. Cotton isn't having 41 again. Um, he could do. Yeah, he could do, but not consistently. Average 41. Um, mm. Do you know what? Um thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, might this come is up dangerous. Yeah, I thought I might come up to Burn, um, Devonport, drive up there, go and see the spirit. Because, oh my gosh, did I miss the boat on Christian Doolittle? My <laughs> gosh. I, I told you. And I absolutely missed it. Yeah. Oh, he was your boy. Yeah. Oh, mate. I was that happy with that call. And I've been pumping it up for about every week I've mentioned it. I'll mention it every week. Is rest of the season. He That's was, it. when I look at him, you bought him down at like 160. And I was like, get on him. His break even's too small. Tom turned the jump on him. And he's now up to 290. And he's still going to go up. His break even's yeah. like 11. What did he get down oh, to? Like 150? Oh, I can't even remember. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on before you get too sad about it. Oh, uh, mate. Bought him down at 171. <laughs> Shattered. Uh, let's move on to Sam. So they've got single. Double, double, single, single. Uh, we really like to look at Creek in that game on the weekend against New Zealand, especially going Beautiful. up against Lamb. Um, and then Sauce as well. Uh, as said before, I think if you don't have him or you're someone that got rid of him, um, this is the week that you probably really need to try and get him. Um, sell everyone else. The only one I thought could be a potential watch is Matt Kenyon with Craig Moller going down. He's at he's at one forty four, which is not a great price range, but I can't really see anyone else. Maybe Tarangi might take those minutes, but I think Kenyon in the games where he's played a lot of minutes, his impact's actually been pretty good. You can always lock him in for probably eight rebounds, an assist, a steal, five points. He'd probably get you to fifteen. Yeah. Um. This is an interesting one. Yeah, with with Moller going down, um, yeah, they're, they're not the deepest team. No, um, I've said to you for a while their their top ends are late. Williams, Creek, Brown, maybe chucking Cummins. Um, Cummins isn't a late, but the top three mm. definitely are. Yeah. Um, then yeah, it drops off massively. Um, and they've already got Gak injured. Um, Ben Air will probably float in, and he'll probably have a game where he drops drops twenty and hits about mm. six threes. Yeah. Um, but downside, yeah, so I reckon you're right. I reckon Kenyon's their man. Moller was a defensive guy. He wasn't trying to get his own shot. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. He'll go hustle, run around, chase the best player on the court. Yeah. Um, and then I'll stand in the corner and do a Cam Galidin. Um, <laughs> well, I've got a few things with Sam here. Um, because they're they're an interesting one. Um, we've already mentioned Alan Williams. Um, Creek. You have to remember that at the start of the season, he was priced. Um, he was four seventy, wasn't he? No, four, uh, no, no, he was four eighteen. But he was the, was he the second most expensive behind Bryce Cotton? I think so. Yeah, 
Yeah, so he's he's dropped down forty five k, and there's a reason why he was four eleven. So, um, yeah. are we going to see the the change? Like we speak about guys that get their hands in the cookie jar, um, blokes that can get steals and blocks. He can get points, boards, blocks, steals. Um, so he can really contribute across the range. And with Moller going down, maybe um, maybe he might take a bit more of a defensive role. So he might get a few more steals and blocks. And then he scored 26 on the weekend. So maybe he might lift his offensive output as well. So big minutes coming mm. his way. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. Rick burnt me at the start of the season. So um, <laughs> I've got a, bit, got a bit of beef with him. But I'll happily get him back. <laughs> an absolute ripper fella. Um, yeah. I had a photo years ago down in Tassie and he was an absolute legend. Gave us the time of day, had a bit of a chat with us. So, um yeah, big fan of Creaky, um, but yeah, he might he might actually find his way back in. Yeah, I might actually have a look at. I'll have a look at the trade with him. I'll have a look, see what I can do. Um, Sydney, um, they got eight games, the second most. They go two one two one two. Um, so had on the buy Adams Hogan Bolden, which we've spoken a lot about. Uh, I didn't have anyone that you could probably sell. The only one I had as a watch was um, Galloway. He's come back from that injury. Um, haven't seen him with Hogue yet, so I thought you'd probably have a bit of a look, a bit more of a look at that this week in their double, um, and then you could potentially drop, um, jump on from there. Yeah, not much from me. Um, Valentine, he burnt me before. We uh, He was my Wardenberger. Um, I just couldn't get rid of him. Yeah. Hung around like, hung around like a bad smell. He, he looks like, I don't know, it's hard to explain when you watch him play. He looks like he could just turn it on and be just kind of just cruises and throw some nice dimes, hit some nice threes. But, I don't know, he just doesn't seem like he's it, but hasn't put it together for a whole game yet. Yeah. Um, there's not really much there, as you said. Um, Jalen Galloway is a watch. Um, yeah, I'd love to have the Adams and Ho combo. They could be the new PJC and Lamb for the next few weeks. I'd mm. love to have them. Super expensive. Um, yeah. 360, 364. Yeah, there's nothing there. I'm never touching Sean Bruce. I'm never no. touching Glover. No. Uh, Let's go Tassie yeah. then. So they've got seven yeah. games over the next five weeks. Single, double, double, single, single. So you're probably really looking at next three weeks for them. Um, Crawford, Doyle, Magne, probably three. It's not too late to jump on Magne if you haven't already. Still got a low break even. We'll make you a bit of cash. Um, sell Love everyone Duncan. else. Hey. Loves dunking it. Oh, doesn't he? And watch Jack McVeigh this week. And then if you he, – he's one that's in a – he's probably that tier down, um, but – He's good for 2025. Yeah, well, I think that if you're going to get a guard in, find an extra 20K to get Doyle in. Um, if you're looking at McVeigh, um, try and find that extra 20K, yeah. which probably made from your Clintman to Roberts trade. Yeah. I'm going to watch uh, Bairstow just because I really like watching him play. Um, yeah, I love him. Not, not fantasy-wise, but just, just get him on the court. We love it. He'll play this week up against Lamb. <laughs> Lamb might be that good this week after he absolutely destroyed him in the first half of the dome, I don't reckon. Oh, the silver dome rings. Yeah, they'll, they'll put a fair bit of work in him. Uh, we'll move on to the next bit. Uh, just a couple of things. 
Dr. Kando, as I call him, um, the bloke who runs the Podmasters, he's given a big watch out to Derek. He's only 48 points behind him now, and he's told Derek to watch watch his tail. So, Ooh. huge. Um, another yeah, one that we respect. had, yeah, another one that we had um, was around boosts. Are you better off using a boost to try and get rid of someone or to be getting someone in? So, um, for example, I'll... would you would you boost just to get rid of Wardenberg? Um, I wouldn't boost just to get rid of Wardenberg because of the um, because for me, I had JLA on the court this week. He got thirty. Wardenberger had two average games mm-hmm. and got thirty. So, yeah. Um, I guess that if you're looking for cash, use your boost. But if not, I really don't think there's much point. You're too late yep. now. Yeah. Um. How many boosts should people have left? We talk about this all the time. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> You're doing well if you've got more than one, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if you've got two, use one this week, you reckon? Uh, it's still so long to go. That's what That's what sucks. Like I was looking yeah. at even flirting with using my last one. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to save it. But I guess the thing is, people that use their boost early on, if you've used your boost and you've set up your team and now... You yeah. can kick back and relax a little bit. Like that was like that's better than using them down the end when you're chasing chasing tail. So maybe Derry uses his boost this week just so he can get old mate off his tail. <laughs> yep. Um and the other one. Um who are the players that are worth boosting for? Thinking about draw for the next three weeks. So oh. Cairns have got six games in the next three weeks, and then Sam Sydney and Tassie got five. Everyone else got four. I think your Hogue, your Hogue, your Miller, yeah, maybe Jalen Adams. Um, but if you're boosting to use PJC to Adams, I think you can probably wait another week. Yeah. Um, and then Sydney have got the single anyway. Yeah. So you probably wait two weeks. Um, so, yeah, I would probably, I don't know. But, but Hogue's probably wait. Um, I, I just find this week's probably not a week I'm using the boost because there's only two teams have the double that yeah. I don't think too much. No one is going to be able to bring in bulk Sydney players and bulk Cairns players. They've already got them. So, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't stress too. Perfect. Right. If people have any questions, hit us up through the week. We're going to bed. Enjoy, oh, enjoy the small amount of games this weekend. Love it. Bye for so, now. Bye now.